Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Three, two, one. Woo! Live from Los Angeles. It's the PHP. The Perez Hilton Podcast. We're, we're my man. Chris Booker. Chris Booker. It's Booker, baby. And the one and only world famous Perez. 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 Hilton. It's the PHP. Hi, guys. Welcome to the PHP. I'm Booker. That is Perez. How are you? I'm nervous and annoyed at the same time because... Okay. Literally, as soon as we're done recording, I have to take Mia to the hospital. Not even the pediatrician. We have to go to the hospital. I called her pediatrician to see if they do x-rays there, and they don't. And mm-hmm. I don't even think she needs to go to the hospital or the doctor in the first place, but she fell mm-hmm. and she hurt her hand. And she, for two days now, says that she wants to go to the hospital she doesn't have any swelling. She's five. I don't think she really understands yet pain and levels of discomfort. Mm-hmm. But it's important, I think, to listen to your kids. So even though mm-hmm. I don't think she needs to go, I'm not a freaking doctor. So what did she do? Oh, God. She did something that she was not supposed to do. She went and climbed on the kitchen counter to get a pencil from, or we have like all of the, not just pen, not just the pencil, but we have like all of the drawing supplies up above so they can't reach it. So she mm-hmm. purposely went to get a pencil from where all of the drawing supplies were and she slipped and fell from the kitchen counter to the floor. And for two days now, she's been, oh, this hurts. So whatever. <laughs> you got to take her. When I was a kid, I um, I took a dive out of the high chair. And it was the same thing. My mom's like, I think he's fine. And I just happened to go in for my checkup. Maybe like two weeks later, they're like, the kid's great. He's in good health, except for he has a broken collarbone. Ooh. <laughs> so they had to put me in like one of those contraptions for quite a few weeks because, uh, yeah, I cracked my collarbone. So I guess better safe than sorry. You never know with kids. I know. But the thing with her is that I've said this time and time again. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I've talked about it in multiple videos. Mia mm-hmm. is at least going through a phase of being a pathological liar. <laughs> she lies about everything. All she even she lied before I was recording my podcast. I got home from the gym. I came into my bedroom, and I have one of those beds that have a remote control, so you could put the bed, the the top of the bed up, or the or the the legs. You could raise them, and both right the, like the, a hospital. Exactly, and both ends of my bed were raised up, and I was like, "Well, there's no way my two year old did this, especially because like mm-hmm. both were done," and um. Like, all right, who did it? So I asked mm-hmm. my son. He denied it. And I, I, a parent, after a while, you just know which of your kids is telling the truth and when they're telling the truth or not. I knew he didn't do it. <laughs> Mia said she didn't do it. Right. 
Anyways, I was like, if you don't tell me the truth, I'm going to go look at the cameras, the, the, the security cameras inside the house, and you're going to be in serious trouble. And then after like three times of saying it wasn't her, she confessed that it was her. So basically, it's just like, yes, I'm going to take her to the damn hospital, but it's like, God, I'm going to waste like, what, three hours of my time because she's probably lying or just wanting attention or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, mm. I had a good Father's Day yesterday. Father's Day was this weekend. I had every intention of doing something for myself. What I wanted to do was go to the beach, but I've just been mm-hmm. so busy, man. I feel like, like many people, I feel like I'm just, I'm still struggling to make it through each day. And I'm basically struggling because I have so much work to do and, and I'm doing so much and it's just, it feels overwhelming, but you know, my, my kids made me some presents and my mom got me something that I hated and it was a nice time. <laughs> She got me Okay. She got me fucking chocolates and cookies. I'm on the health kick again, mom. I don't want chocolates and cookies. She knows that you're gonna be off of that soon. No soon enough. You'll be right off of that train. No, I am laser <laughs> focused. I am laser right. focused. Anyways, how are you? How have you been? I'm good, man. All is good. All right, let's get right to it. <sighs> this is very troubling. There is a new trend where new and oftentimes anonymous Twitter accounts keep mm-hmm. popping up and accusing men of sexual assault. Okay. Over the last week, this guy from Five Sauce, Five Seconds of Summer, was accused, Michael Clifford. Then that person ended up recanting and saying she was confused and it wasn't him. Mm. Justin Bieber was accused and Bieber I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying I believe Bieber, I'm not saying anything. I'm just trying to report the facts, okay? Mm-hmm. Bieber went on a tweet spree providing what he claims is proof, receipt like literal receipts, like actual copies of bills that proved he wasn't where this person alleged that he was when this incident allegedly took place. Ansel Elgort also had an instance of this, according to somebody, Cole Sprouse, Chris D'Elia. Some of these, I believe, I don't know, like the Chris D'Elia ones, I believe, just because enough people came forward. <laughs> right. You know, when enough people come forward... Like, I'm not saying this is always the case. There could be a dude who's just a shady dude once. But oftentimes, I would think, correct me if I'm wrong, ladies and gentlemen, but if you're a monster, you're doing that to more than one person. It's a pattern of behavior. And usually, like, when one person comes forward, then other people feel safe or comfortable or will come forward too. So in the case of Chris D'Elia, the comedian... I think it was like 12 or something. I forget the amount of women that said, oh, you know, he was inappropriate. Like somebody even DM'd me and had a screenshot. So I believe that. But then even more, like even today, like other, like it's just, uh, I'm not saying I I don't believe accusers. What I'm saying Mm -hmm. is it's very easy to hide behind an anonymous account Sure. And make false allegations against somebody. That's it. And then and mm-hmm. then a lot of people will just automatically believe that. And that's kind of crazy, I would say. Well, due process is out the window. Now, no matter what, 
any of these people you've just mentioned will have a stink on them forever, whether it's true or not. It's unfortunate. It's unfair at times. Not all of them. Not all of them, but sometimes. I think um, like Cole Sprouse, for instance, the the person who was making allegations against him, there seemed to be... uh, It's really disgusting and disturbing. Like There was Mm -hmm. a targeted attempt to not just smear him, but also make allegations against several of his co-stars. I just think... I don't want to say it's happening in in all of these instances, but... I'm going to guess it's really young girls, maybe 11, 12, 13, who mm-hmm. just think this will be fun or exciting or want to get their favorite person's attention or whatever it is. And then there are other instances that are true and valid and it's wild. It's a, it's just it's this fucking year. It's this year. <laughs> it's this year. It's like one thing after another and people are just like, well, I'm still not getting to do everything I want. I'm bored, so I need to cause some drama or whatever it is. Like, oh my god, it's driving me crazy. It's exhausting. I'm, dr- I'm, I had, mm-hmm. I had to take a nap before we recorded the podcast. I could not function with everything going on. But um, that is that, and I don't even know who's going to be next. And and it just sucks that somebody may not believe a real victim of assault now because of all these recent instances, several of which have been proven false. But then there are ones that definitely are very credible, like Danny Masterson, the actor, who has been charged with three counts of rape. And the Church of Scientology allegedly, according to what I've read for many years now, these women have had to try to get charges against him for a long time. And they worked, uh, but they were met with setback after setback. I don't know for sure, but like there were allegations that the Church of Scientology is in bed with the police. They might donate or this or that, or they might just give bribes. or like Allegedly, the Church of Scientology was covering up some of these transgressions Hmm. if proven that the church of scientology was involved should they have their church status revoked (laughs) well they should have it revoked no matter what what a load of shit that whole thing is it's a made-up religion but then again you could say that about all religions there's no facts or proof to really anything so I don't know. They found a loophole and they figured it out. But yeah, they're a big giant scam. The amount of real estate the Church of Scientology owns in Los Angeles alone, the dollar amounts are somewhere in the billions of billions of dollars of real estate that they don't pay taxes on because they have the shelter of being a religious, whatever the designation is. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Who knows? I think there have been people trying to strip them of that for quite some time, but there's bigger fish in the sea to fry. Wild. Do you think? I don't think. I don't think he'll be able to. Even if he's found innocent. Well, you know what? I take that back. Do you think he'll be able to recover from this? I was going to say no, but then again, I always hold up somebody like Mel Gibson as the right. the ultimate <laughs> the bar the ultimate redemption story. Like he has said the most awful things and also been accused of violence towards his ex. And yet he is still working and welcome at award shows and a total Hollywood insider. So if Mel Gibson can be absolved of his past, then so can Danny Masterson. I don't know what that guy does. Like, I don't know what he's uh, 
what his last bit of work was. Like, I have no idea what he's in since the show he was on. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. He was on a show with his that 70s show co-star Ashton Kutcher that he got fired from. He was ah. on a Netflix show called The Ranch, which I never watched. I'm assuming you, you yeah. didn't either. Yeah, you know I didn't watch that. But yeah, it's interesting. It's a really interesting time because... A lot of the things that for years we on this podcast have been talking about and also society has been talking about in this year, it's all come to the forefront again. Like one of the issues is the roles of comedians in culture and Mm -hmm. should comedians be sensitive to sensitive issues or not for example like Mm -hmm. they're coming for joe rogan joe rogan there was a cancellation or an attempted cancellation but what's really interesting is i've since discovered that a lot i wouldn't even say most or uh, some some to most maybe most i don't know because i don't listen but a lot of joe rogan's listeners are conservatives I don't know if I would agree with that. He's announced that he's supporting Donald Trump. Mm. So not only has he announced he's supporting Donald Trump, he also has been repeatedly attacking Joe Biden. So if if Mm. his listeners were not conservative, they've gotten more conservative over the last few months. Well, look, I wouldn't vote for Trump for anything. And I would listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, and I have from time to time. I find him entertaining. So I don't think one has to do with the other. I think some people could put other people's religious beliefs or political beliefs. Yeah, religious beliefs and political beliefs. I think they could put them all in a bucket and say, whatever, that's that person's bucket. I don't really care. I just want to hear what they're talking about. Yeah. I think he's got a lot of fans like that. My theory on a guy like him not being, quote, canceled, he doesn't rely on dipshits on instagram to follow him he doesn't have a group of online followers he just has a fan base and they're big and they're like he says this kind of stuff all of the time it's part of his deal you're coming for him but you're not even a fan in the first place so if you don't like him big fucking deal we still like him that's exactly it and and what triggered everything was this clip where this comedian I forget his name. Uncle Joey. Does that sound familiar? Joey. I don't Joey even know. Diaz or whatever. I think some regular on his show. I think he was being serious. I don't think he was joking. But let me say there's a possibility that maybe he was just joking or bragging or making it up for shock value or whatever. That he would get blowjobs and then let those female comedians perform. And then Joe Rogan was like laughing about that. And, and some people are like, that's just gross and inappropriate and all that stuff. And then there were so many people, though. Actually, it seemed like the majority, like, we don't care. You can't cancel Joe Rogan. It's int- it was it was interesting. Hmm. There's some people that are uncancelable, I think. They need to cancel the word cancel. It's just as dumb. If you don't like somebody, just fucking don't follow them. Who cares? They're just fucking words. People put so much value in well, these fucking words. Well, like, who cares? I don't really care what anyone thinks. I don't know why well, people care so much. can be very hurtful to people. People should grow a pair. Everybody's so hurt by, oh, some sounds and some noises coming at them. Think how ridiculous that is. I heard a sound that was offensive to my ears because it meant this and that. And people are just fucking stupid. Just let them be stupid and go on with your day. Like, who gives a fuck? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to fight you on that. That's that's not I don't I don't I don't support what you just said. I don't agree with it. Like, let's say there is an awful 
old ass man who sees a high school student or even a college student walking by who happens to be black and says, hey, you blank, you shouldn't be here. That poor high school student, college student who did nothing wrong, like that is painful to that person. Should that person have said that? Absolutely not. There is hurt and there is power to that, to that word and to other words as well. Maybe it's one thing saying shit on social media, on Twitter or whatever. That's what I'm talking about, by the way. Social media. Yeah, I'm talking, You're talking real, real life. life. But this online stuff is bullshit. It's just like, who fucking cares? Some guy's on a podcast telling dumb fucking jokes like, and then the whole world comes after him. Like, it's just stupid. Who cares what I say on this podcast? Who cares what you say? This is entertainment. If you don't get the entertainment, turn it the fuck off. It's a millennial world that we're living in where everyone is just so triggered by everything. Grow a fucking pear is what I say to all of you triggered fucking people. The way you Calm said down. triggered just triggered me. <laughs> um, triggered I mean, I see both hmm. sides. I definitely, you know, I definitely said very hurtful things in the past and I... I'm glad that I can still be opinionated and very strongly so, but I don't have to express myself how I used to. So I think that conversations mm -hmm. like the ones that we've been having this year or these last few months are important if they just push us to a place of more understanding and mindfulness. It's better to have these conversations mm -hmm. than to sweep things under the rug and just... Oh, that's how it is. That's how it always will be. Okay. And you do have a point with that, but society has, and like on this show, everyone goes to the maximum with everybody and everything. They'll see a clip on the internet and everyone's like, that person's a racist and everybody just calls people names. It doesn't fix anything. It's like the pendulum goes one way and then it goes crashing way too far the other way. And then it has to self-correct. Because it's everything's out of control. Everything's just out of control because of online and people reacting to these armies of idiots online. Fuck them. Who gives a shit? These losers. Go to your, back to your basement. I just see it too much. It's it's ridiculous. I said this in an interview recently, and or maybe I said it in the podcast too. I don't remember. But um, if you and I got blessed with a TV show and they're like Perez and Booker are getting their own talk show on ABC, everybody that hates me. I think I've said it, but I'll just repeat it because it's 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 what it's, it's it's very similar. It's what it's what would happen. Everybody who hates me, I know exactly where you're going, but go ahead. You haven't said this on the show, but I know what you're going to say. If we were to get our, a show on ABC or NBC or wherever, everybody who hates me, and there's a lot of people, will start coming up with all these receipts of every awful thing that I did in the past and try to get me canceled. Or the show, more importantly. Re in reality, canceled. Yeah, literally. Yeah, Before the show would even air, they would try to get us off the air. I yeah. th That is going to happen if we get a show. Guarantee sure. you. And those are things that we would have to be prepared for and expect. That's the expectation. Look, this is a dangerous show with people that have dangerous opinions at times. Somebody even mentioned some tea about you recently. Holy <sighs> shit. Ooh, really? Since you're not saying it, you're not going to talk about it. I'll talk about it. Holy shit. I think you may have mentioned this or not, or but whatever. You know, Booker's had a lot of crazy ex-girlfriends, like really mm -hmm. crazy ex-girlfriends. One of his right. ex-girlfriends even assaulted a police officer once. 
Well, that's what was alleged. And that's why I get so upset about these stories and things that were claimed through the press that were completely erroneous. That was a complete fabricated lie by the police department. And here I am. I'm the guy that always takes up for the police. They lied. They lied. And they lied. And here's the great thing about that whole case. She had a receipt. There happened to be a camera involved that had happened to catch everything that happened. And what they had said was completely fabricated. It was a complete and utter total lie. Wow. And, oh, it was crazy. But they took that woman's career down and that's it. And they canceled her and said that, you know, she punched a cop, which she didn't. And it was bullshit. The whole thing was utter bullshit. I had a front row seat for it. I'm surprised they haven't made either a television movie about it. Or at least uh, an episode of uh, one of those procedural shows. Because to tell the story, it would take about an hour to tell it properly. What is she doing these days? Don't know. You don't know? Has kids married. I think she's happy and doing her thing. Yeah, Lucky. All that you see online is there's never the follow-up when you're righted. I mean, they'll report the wrong all day long and you could go to court. And and the long and the short of it is when she was exonerated, do you think anybody wrote that? Mm. No, nobody cared. It's back to my point I said earlier, you're walking around with the scarlet letter on you for the rest of your life, whether you did something or not. It's guilty until proved innocent now. And it's ridiculous. We've spoken about this before. I, I think I've, I, I know I said the, the, the famous slogan on here. Like, if it bleeds, it leads. That's just how the news right. always works. Well, Danderpump Rules has been bleeding a lot lately. And I got to say, I'm surprised that Jack's... Ta- well, let me Google. I want to Google just to make sure. As of right now, <laughs> Jax Taylor still has a job. He has not been fired, even though his really good friend and the guy that married him and his wife, Brittany Cartwright, Lance Bass, formerly of NSYNC, Lance confirmed that Jax said that racially inappropriate or racially insensitive yeah that's i didn't say it was racist i said racially inappropriate or insensitive or whatever you want to call it uh where he made fun of that black man's nose and blah 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 he spoke to him about it lance spoke to jacks and he's like well jewish people have big noses too and Lance was like, yeah, you shouldn't be making fun of Jewish people for their big noses either. I told you, the guy's a talking brick. He's just dumb. He's just a dumb person. He doesn't even know the stupidity that rolls off of his tongue. It's hard to fire him for being a dumb brick. That's the problem these shows have with the bad behavior. You get rewarded on these shows. We talk about that all the time. So what are we going to do? Stop making interesting TV because of it? People want to see this crap. And I listened to the feedback and people said repeatedly, you can be a hot mess without being racist. That's what many of our listeners said on Twitter and, and Instagram sure. and other yeah. and other platforms, okay? But there's a lot of drama, and I actually don't even know where they stand right now. Earlier this year, Jax and Lance Bass started their own company, some beverage mixers, bullshit, whatever. Good for them. Congratulations. I'm sure it's a raging hit. Lance also has a podcast, which is not as good as ours. I checked it out. Mm-hmm. And he was... Spilling all the tea about how Jack said that he was stepping down from the company that they started together after all the drama. But then Jax's lawyer said that what Lance said was not true and that he's not stepping down and blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, as of now, I'm going to just guess and assume that they're still in business together, but 
how long that remains to be seen. I don't know. If there's a dollar to be made, both of those two are going to stay in it. Everyone's all high and mighty until their dollar becomes involved. They're like, oh, wait a minute. We're going to lose money if he's out? Yeah, he's not out. He's still in. I've seen this movie before. I know how this works. (sighs) I'm always mindful of what I eat. I don't know about Booker, but I am. And even when I'm grabbing something quick, I want to be healthy. That's why my house these days is stocked with Daily Harvest. They make it so easy to eat clean food every day. Daily Harvest delivers clean food right to your door. All their food is built on fruits and vegetables. No preservatives, added sugar, or artificial ingredients. It takes just a few minutes to prepare, and I never question if what I'm eating is healthy. Thanks to Daily Harvest. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it. You don't have to overthink any of your meals for the week. They have delicious options for any time of the day. Smoothies, soups, harvest bowls, flatbreads, and more. Daily Harvest works directly with farms, and they freeze organic fruits and vegetables at peak ripeness to lock in nutrients and taste. So just go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code Perez to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code Perez for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Dailyharvest.com. This awful, nasty, vile, disgusting, evil woman named Katie Hopkins, who is the kind of like the British Ann Coulter. She was on that show. I've spoken about her before. She was on Celebrity Big Brother with me. Mm -hmm. Well, she has been suspended or banned from Twitter permanently for, for repeatedly violating their community guidelines, their rules of how you should operate on Twitter, like not spreading hate speech, blah, 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 blah. And then a lot of conservatives and people on the right were really upset that Twitter banned Katie Hopkins. They're like, what about freedom of speech and yada, yada, yada? Well, I don't know if you caught it, but on Saturday, Donald Trump had this Corona Palooza party in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's amazing. <laughs> where 6,000 people in a 19,000 capacity venue, the overwhelming majority of them were not wearing masks, went in for this campaign rally. But before going inside, this woman was denied entry because she had on a T-shirt that said, I can't breathe. Just for wearing that T-shirt, even though she had a ticket, and by the way, it was not full, nowhere near full, it was a third full, she got rejected. Then she just decided to sit down in peaceful protest, and she was arrested. Where is the freedom of speech in that? Just not letting her in. Is not like, exactly. Not letting her in is ridiculous. It's crazy. Apparently, like all of these K-pop fans and TikTok Zoomers, as they're called, the young generation, they're called Zoomers. They all made requests for tickets that they were having no intention of using. <laughs> Over a million. The Trump campaign kept boasting. You know what's funny? The divine irony of the whole thing is that TikTok is owned by China. Way to go, China. Yeah, I don't want to talk about politics too much, but but you know what? If anybody that is listening to us that is a Trump supporter, I think he's going to get reelected. So there you go. I don't like him. I agree. I think he's going to get real. I hope I'm wrong. God, I don't know. Uh, Up north in Canada, that Jessica Mulroney story continues and has 
had a lot of legs. She was Meghan Markle's best friend. There are reports that Meghan Markle ditched her. Talk about loyalty or lack thereof. Wow. Jessica Mulroney is a TV personality and fashion expert. We talked about her on the podcast before, and she got into an altercation with this black influencer. Her husband has left his job. It's even affected his job. This guy, Ben Mulroney, he hosted basically like the Canadian version of Entertainment Tonight for 18 years. He's been there forever. And he just announced that he is stepping down. He says in a statement, I love my wife. However, it is not my place to speak for her. And today we are both committed to doing the work to understand more about anti-black racism, blah, 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 blah. It's crazy because like you said a couple of podcasts ago that you think spouses of public figures should be held accountable for what their spouses do when we spoke about that soccer player. But I don't think they should. It's just like, I don't think this guy should step down. That's loosey-goosey, held accountable. Look, I don't think they should be accountable. But if you have an affiliation with the big corporation, your spouse should be bright enough to know that that affiliation is what puts the food on the table and don't do anything that's going to rock that boat. And they did. So she can say whatever she wants, and I'm sure that's what he thinks. She can say whatever she wants. I just hope when they go to bed at night, she knows that he lost his job because of her. Because that's what happened. Collateral damage. Whether it be fair or not, it's just what happens. Well, they're still super rich, so who cares? (laughs) Yeah, they got plenty of dough. Fuck them. (laughs) Speaking of the super rich, oh, God, it seems like I really miss early 2019 man we were we were on fire with all that chloe kardashian drama that was so great because it was just a real life soap opera or like when Mm -hmm. miley cyrus all of a sudden started dating a girl and it was all so quickly after her split with liam i love that because that's like stupid escape escapist crap it was harmless and that's the best part because those stories like uh the best friend and What's or nots and Jordan Woods, Jordan Woods. Thank you. It was harmless because it forced you to take a side and say, hmm, I don't know if I believe the girl or I don't know if I believe the family member harmless. It doesn't hurt anybody. It's just vapid humor. It's entertainment for us. All this shit's like so heavy. I know. The world is so heavy right now. It's just, oh, you need to take a breath. I know. But it's like the entertainment. None's coming. Yeah. The entertainment world isn't fully back up and running yet and Mm -mm. but also you know what like i we've been doing it's insane we've been doing our podcast for five years this summer the world and life is cyclical right and Mm -hmm. sure it's not just the rona and it's not just this social justice and equality uprising but it's also the fact that we're in an election year you know and Mm -hmm. even though I don't really want to be talking about Donald Trump that much. People are talking about him more than before. That's where the world is right now. That is also our entertainment at the moment because there is no other source of it. We can't sit and talk about, hey, did you see that new show? There are no new shows. (laughs) You know, (laughs) have you seen that new um, video of uh, what's or not's going to the club? 
humping some dude. <laughs> that didn't happen either. Well, Ky- the clubs are closed. No, no, they're not closed in Los Angeles anymore. <laughs> Kylie Jenner. Well, the yeah. Kylie clubs are open. They could open clubs. They need to do more humping then. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of the Kardashians and the Jenners, all but official, I'm actually really happy about this. I'm like a... I'm like a 31-year-old woman, even though I'm a 42-year-old man. Courtney Kardashian mm-hmm. and Scott Disick seem to be back as a couple. Not confirmed, but highly speculated, rumored. That's what us Kardashian superfans are chatting about amongst ourselves. Courtney even wore one of Scott's shirts recently. She wrote such a glowing praise for him on Father's Day. They've been spending tons of time together. I really ship it, as the kids say, and I would love for them to be back together and then Mm. have a fourth child. Oh my God, they're going to have another kid. (laughs) Mm, Okay. Um, It'll be really interesting to see all the shows start to come back when they come back, like on the fall or wherever that are being filmed in isolation and like Kardashians did like two episodes in isolation I wonder what, what that'll look like or if it'll be noticeably suckier though we're apart these days we're sharing more and Geico would just like to say thanks thanks for sharing your savage dance moves thanks for sharing your DIY haircut fails thanks for sharing your inner lip sync star now it's Geico's turn to share too with the Geico give back. Listen up. A 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. And because Geico's committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. That's geico.com slash giveback. Let's take some calls. Hi, Raven Booker. Please talk more about your private life. It is so entertaining. <laughs> and please do not talk about science and medicine because you guys have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. What science and medicine are we talking I about? Don't, I don't think we've ever claimed that we know what we're talking about when it comes to science <laughs> or medicine. This is true. Hi, guys. This is Kathy calling from uh, Vandalia, Ohio. I wanted to make a comment about something that Perez said on um, the Muted podcast about women on The Bachelorette that don't want a black bachelor are racist. Okay. No, I didn't say, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say yeah, that. I, I was about to stop her. That was not said. Yeah, that's, that's not, not what, what I said. said. Yeah. I think your point was if someone is a racist, would they still do the show? Exactly. Because... They want the cloud. Exactly. And the answer we both agreed was, fuck yes, they would, because it's a narcissistic world. And if you could be on The Bachelorette or The Bachelor, it's the greatest win of all time. I think that was the point we were trying to make. Even if you're a despicable human being, <laughs> you would still fucking do The Bachelor yeah. to make yourself even more despicable. Aren't most of them despicable? <laughs> oh, please. We are, too. I'm we not. <laughs> we would do anything to be on TV. We are despicable, deplorable. We're all of it. No, we are We are thirsty. We're not despicable. Okay. All right. Okay. I am a teddy right. bear. You're an asshole. I'll stand by that. <laughs> I wouldn't call you despicable, That's... though. Just an asshole. Okay. Here's another call. Hey, guys. This is Anna from Canada. And I'm calling about the question you guys had uh, related to publicists and whether they should drop clients like Stassi in a crisis such as this one. And I just feel like 
being a racist is just a step down from like being a murderer. So yeah, I think that they're okay to drop uh, a client like this. There are public relations firms that specialize in crisis management, and then there are budget entertainment firms. Mm. And I kind of <laughs> would guess that she's probably with one of the budget entertainment firms. Um, anyway, I had another question. Uh, Netflix has recently added the Real Housewives of New York seasons one and two, which Perez has featured in a couple of times. And I was wondering if all these years later you could drop any hot tea about the Housewives of New York back then. Uh, Bethany, Luann, Jill, all that drama. Thanks. Um, God, that Jill Zarin is crazy. I mean, you know what? They're all crazy. I just, I just mm-hmm. remember getting into a lot of drama with Jill and Bethany. I need to be on reality mm-hmm. TV. I, I am walking drama all the time. <laughs> I'm great for television. I don't know why I'm not, damn it. Fucking A. Thank you, Anna. Anna from Canada, Canada, Canada. Although, really, honestly, I'd rather... I'd rather have a talk show because I would rather not be known for being a, re- a reality TV hot or villain or whatever. But at the end of the day, I got bills to pay. Yo. I'll do whatever will pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Share our show, PerezPodcast.com. Have listening parties. No, it's Corona. On Zoom. All right, wrap it up. Come on. All they right. know how to listen. God damn it. Share the show. Take care. We'll do this again in a couple of days. Goodbye. Welcome to the Related Podcast. My name is Carly Bible. And my name is Amanda Bible. And we are two sisters that are obsessed with inner and outer beauty and everything in between. We hope to inspire you and bring you behind the scenes to discuss all things related to our lives. And nothing is off limits. (laughs) You can download new episodes every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podcast One. podcast my name is carly bible and my name is amanda bible and we are two sisters that are obsessed with inner and outer beauty and everything in between we hope to inspire you and bring you behind the scenes to discuss all things related to our lives and nothing is off limits (laughs) you can download new episodes every thursday on apple Podcasts, spotify and podcast one (laughs) 